Hey, we're all going to Hollywood. You want to come with us? Hollywood! It's time to grab your pack, stick out your thumb, and hitch a ride for the adventure of your life. Hey, wait for me! It's Jim Henson's The Muppet Movie. We're moving right along. Footloose and fancy free. You know, I hear this movie is dynamite. It's a story of the open road where hopeful hitchhikers come by the carload. Wanna rip? No thanks. I'm on my way to New York City to try to break into public television. There's Pozzy at the wheel. A bear in his natural habitat. A Studebaker. Kermit guiding the way. Turn left if you come to a fork in the road. Fork in the road. I don't believe that. And a roadside distraction named Miss Piggy. Wow. Hogging the spotlight. Now it's all aboard. Everybody on to Hollywood. As the Muppets hit the jackpot. Prepare the standard rich and famous contract for Kermit the Frog and Company. And now Hollywood will never be the same. Stand by. Here we go. Good. Hi, everybody. Welcome to You Got to Watch This Podcast. I'm Alan. I'm Ryan. <laughs> I'm Devin, and I didn't expect that. And today we're going to talk about the Muppet movie. Yay! And that's it for that. <laughs> oh. Hold on. Is that why you wore green today? I didn't even notice. Hi. Oh, is that why you're wearing green too, Ryan? Hi-ho. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. No, that's why I'm wearing it's green. New- I don't have a Muppet shirt. Good. My wife does. I don't. Oh. Uh, my my Muppet... Muppet... Ex- Muppet. My... <laughs> My Muppet extent for things for this show is behind me, and we'll get into that later. Um, but yeah, uh, welcome to You Have to Watch This Podcast, the movie the, the movie podcast where each week one of us watches a movie that we've never seen. And this week, it's a movie that Devin has never seen, The Muppet Movie, 1979's Muppet Movie starring Kermit the Frog, Miss Piggy, Fozzie Bear, and the the crew. Um just to name a few. We'll get into the rest of the cast later on. Um, we have to. But <laughs> so this is a movie Muppet movie classic. This is the first Muppet movie. This was at the height of the Muppet show. Um, and the reason we're doing this today is one, it's still February. And one of the biggest couples in all of American fiction is Kermit and Miss Piggy. And they play a big part in this movie, and we'll get into that. But also, The Muppet Show is coming on to Disney Plus later this week. So we um, decided this would be a good tie-in to that and try to get some more people from that. So here we are talking about The Muppets. This is a movie that I have seen. Ryan, you've seen this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But Devin has a very... Minimal history with the Muppets. Devin, tell us what Muppet stuff you have seen before this. Okay, so I've seen um, the Muppets Christmas Carol. Okay. Um, I was, I've, I've seen that Kermit phone behind you. <laughs> um, and, yeah. And uh, yesterday I actually streamed the Muppets Game Boy Color video game. We're going to talk about uh, that later. <laughs> good. I can't wait. Yeah, but, we are. That's the only exposure I've had to Muppets. So, like, I know that they're, like, a big thing. I know that they're in the Disney parks. I know that people really love them. And I know people, like, go really out of their way to consume Muppet things. But it's, I mean, it hasn't really made sense to me because I don't know the material. and I don't know it as much. You know what I mean? I don't have that same kind of connection. I didn't grow up with it. Ryan, how how much Muppets did you grow up with? Uh, This movie, uh, Muppet Treasure Island, Muppet Christmas Carol, um, I watched a little bit of the Muppet Babies. I can't remember if that was like a thing I did or if that was one of those things I was like, Muppet Babies as like an older kid? Like, what's this? Muppet Babies um, is weird. And we'll, we'll touch on this quickly. The weird, yeah. the, I vaguely remember watching Muppet Babies as well. And the weirdest thing about Muppet Babies is Scooter has a sister. Yes. That's not in anything else. <laughs> Oh no! And there's a, I think there's like a five minute long robot chicken sketch. You know how the robot chicken like dedicates like a half an episode to a sketch they had an idea for. Yeah. There's a whole one about what happened to Scooter's sister Skeeter. <laughs> oh no! And it, it's like a dark, twisted story. But yeah, she, she existed on that show 
And I think she's on the new Muppet Babies. And there's also a penguin. Yeah. Maybe. Wait, there's new Muppet Babies? Yeah. I mean, Disney's yeah. going to milk properties any way they can. And that's yeah. about the only thing so, they've been doing with the Muppets lately. So, yeah. Uh, so, I, so I have to admit, I have seen Muppet Babies, and the theme song is a bop. It's worth listening to. <laughs> yeah. Um, so besides that, um, I've seen some, like, about half of the original show from, you know, like, DVD or tapes or whatever. But, mm-hmm. like, that's pretty much it. I mean, I like them. You know, do you know when new stuff comes out? I search it out to see if I like it. <laughs> my so. my first introduction to the Muppets was besides Muppet Babies, was Muppets Tonight, the '90s version of the Muppet Show that they did some weird stuff on, like Kermit the Frog doing a cover of um um oh what's the David Byrne band um. Talking Heads, doing a cover of the Talking Heads. You may ask yourself, why? You may find yourself in a shotgun shack, and you may ask yourself, well, how did I get here? That's a real thing that exists. <laughs> if you look at the video oh. I posted on Facebook, that GIF is Kermit in the Talking Heads suit from that music video. <laughs> Hold on, someone in chat just said Nine Inch Snails. Was that also something they did on that show? Yes. No, it's not. Yes, I'm. Anyone that person in chat knows what they're talking about because all that Muppet stuff behind me is theirs. Well, most of it. Wow. Uh, oh, <laughs> good. Um, is, yeah, yeah. The, the, the Muppets were huge on doing stuff for kids, but then also knowing what their parents would like. Okay. And like working that in there. So, I mean, as you go through your Muppet journey, Devin, that Alan and I will be guiding you on here for the next, I don't know, a few months and years. You'll get to know that. Lifetime. As we guide you through this for your lifetime. (laughs) Lifetime. Yeah. Still. So let's talk about the Muppet movie. Uh, This movie was released in 1979. It is directed by James Farley. Uh, The movie tells the tale of Kermit and his newfound friends on their trek across America to find success in Hollywood. But a frog legs merchant is after Kermit. (laughs) What a summary. It is. I mean, it's not wrong. It's not wrong. It's... <laughs> uh, oh, I love boy. that the, the poster that I kind of have cropped down here in the corner, the uh, tagline on that poster was, frankly, Miss, Ki- Miss Piggy, I don't give a hoot. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got like Miss Piggy and Kermit in the gun with the wind stance. Um, oh. But another tagline was, more entertaining than humanly possible. <laughs> So, Ryan, you grew up with this movie. I did not. I saw this movie, I think I saw bits and pieces of it growing up, but I sat down and watched this whole thing several years ago with my wife. Um, And I enjoy this movie. Like, it's it's very of its time, but it's still hysterical to me. And we'll get into details about why, but I, I, I love this movie. I have not seen the other two Muppet movies from this trilogy because there's Muppet take Manhattan and the great Muppet caper. I have not seen those. Oh, um, but I have seen everything from the nineties. Um, but I'm really curious to hear Devin, what did you think of the Muppet movie? All right. So I'm going to set a little bit of a scene before I, I jump into it. I, for the first time since I've moved to England, I've now been allowed to job hunt. And it's a bit of a demoralizing process because you think you're great, but it's so hard to communicate that to people. And I was in su- I've been in such a funk these last couple of days just because like that process is kind of like soul draining. And this movie I ended up watching this morning was exactly what I needed. This was like a nice warm cup of chicken soup <laughs> To just be like, look, stop this, stop like hating yourself, and just focus on this for a bit. It, it honestly, it did the same thing for me that like Disneyland does when I went to go visit all the time, and I'm like, because that was like my thing. I was always at Disneyland, and I don't have that. This did the same thing for me that that did, where it was like, stop, stop being like a weirdo. Here's Miss Piggy doing karate. <laughs> And I, lo- I loved, I mean, needless to say, I loved it. I will watch this movie again. I know I will. All right. Because uh, it's that good. All right. Okay. Cool. 
Uh, let me pull up my notes. <laughs> I had notes and I lost them. Oh, cool. Um, I didn't have that many notes. I thought I did. Uh, <laughs> oh, there's a lot to talk about here. Yeah, there is. So, what did you enjoy the most about it? I think so. I I streamed. <laughs> did Devin find out what the bear's natural habitat is? <laughs> Studebaker. Yeah, of Studebaker. <laughs> they don't teach you. Uh, oh. They don't teach you that in high school. They okay. don't. So it's actually stuff like that that I really liked the most about it. Aside from like all the celebrity came- cameos that I didn't know were there, and every single one charmed the living hell out of me. Um, but it was all of the like. Just like the little stuff like that, or like the running jokes that they would do, and and there's so many good running jokes in this that I just really liked it, and it was one of those movies where it's equal parts funny and incredibly just, I don't just unapologetically soulful. Like it is just really happy to be happy, and it's totally fine, and I like that. That's the best part of the Muppets. Like the, the the main goal of the Muppets is just to be happy. Like if you had like yeah. a, a dark and depressing Muppets movie, like I don't I don't want that. Like it's it's weird. Like they did a office version of the Muppets, which you can find on that. on I, Disney Plus, and it, it's fine. Nothing against that. Like the the Muppets are still the Muppets, but it doesn't fit what they are. Like if you're gonna give us a Muppet show, just give us a new Muppet show. Like what they're right there, just do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but well, I'm actually yeah. trying to think. Like, is there anything right now that's doing what they're doing? We're just, hey, unapologetically, this isn't just for children. This is for adults too. Because we're gonna throw some adult, you know, uh, grown-up jokes in it. Um, but it's just, it exists just to be like a source of entertainment and to be a happy thing, and not like this is a commentary on society and like secretly <laughs> like you know the underprivileged. And, like, I get it. That stuff is important, and it has a very good place. But is there anything doing this right now? Not that I can think of. I can't think of anything. The only thing I can think of is what they did with the last Muppet movie, because they kind of touched on that a little bit. Oh, did they? In, in the... In the newer one, yeah. Are you talking... Is that Muppets Most Wanted? The Tina Fey one? No, no, no. The one before that. You're talking about the one with Jason Segel and Amy Adams? Yes. Yeah. 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 The one before that, Muppets Most Wanted does a weird thing where they they pick up right where that movie ended, but don't acknowledge oh. Jason Siegel and Amy Adams because they couldn't get them back for the sequel. <laughs> oh, Hang on no. a second. They made a second one after that yeah. one? It's got a, How did I miss that? I haven't seen it either. So you're you're in good company. So we're not going to be yeah, talking. That's fine. We're not gonna, I had no idea that they made a second one. It has an <laughs> evil Kermit. The only thing I know about the second one was my wife and I went to a mall in the movie theater there had a cardboard cutout where you could stand with all the Muppets. So I took a picture of Aww. her with all the Muppets and she blends right in. You have to look closely to figure out which one's my <laughs> wife. <laughs> and I was like, this is photographic evidence that you are a Muppet. Um, yeah. But yeah, the, the Muppets are just so pure and too good for this world, I think. Is the best They're way like to put dogs. Yeah. And one of them is a dog. And so, yeah, actually. One a of them's a bear. One of them is animal. <laughs> <laughs> so, this made a lot of pop culture moments make sense for me. I've seen large animal before and didn't know it was from anything. I just thought somebody thought it was funny to make him really big. I'm happy <laughs> it's from something. What did you see him <laughs> in? Like, I think it is store. In Disney World, okay. I think his head's poking out the top of it. Okay, and I was just like, "Yeah, the Muppets," and like didn't understand what it was about. That would make sense. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um. So Ryan, what stands out yeah. for, about this movie to you? Uh, the cameos, for one. I mean, to be honest, like I can't name half of them, but I know them. I can like, na- I'm better with faces than what I am with names. So I'll I mean, name them all. Like, I've got the list up. That's fine. So, <laughs> I mean, everything from the owner of the bar when he gets thrown out and they do the whole joke of like, this is the dirtiest, rottenest place in town. It's like, why don't you complain to the manager? I am the manager. <laughs> him. Like, I recognize, um, I, re- I recognize everybody from him to like the used car salesman. And everybody in between, and I can only name like half of them, but I love that aspect of uh, of this, and most of the Muppet movies are the same way. Um, 
and then just the jokes like because i mean like this movie was establishing them you know besides the show like this yeah. is just kind of like a stamp of approval on what they were going to do in the future this was their secret origin like you had the muppet show where they do all their sketches and musical numbers this was their backstory yeah so mm-hmm. all right so let's talk cameos since you brought it up Good. ryan Devin, who was your favorite surprise cameo in this? Oh my gosh, it was uh, Mel Brooks, hands down. Okay, I I loved all the other cameos, but like Mel Brooks, like stole the show. I mean, it's Mel Brooks. If he didn't steal the show in 1979, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, good point. He, he basically played a character from one of his movies, which I loved. Like he mm-hmm. didn't like. He didn't take anything away for being a Muppets movie. Like, he went full-blown, just like if he was going to be playing a German scientist in, like, Blazing Saddles. Like, he didn't yeah. hold anything back on that character, and that's what I loved about it. Ryan, how about you? Who's your favorite? Oh, um... You know... It, it, it's got to be the... Uh, um, it's at the beginning, they walk into the bar... And the woman is hitting on Kermit to buy her a drink. Yeah. She is in. She Madeline is one Kahn. of my favorite. Madeline yes, Kahn. She, yes. Yes. She was. Uh, she is one of my favorite older actresses, uh, mm-hmm. simply because of all of her roles that she played in Mel Brooks films. <laughs> Devin, did you recognize her? No, not at all. She was Mrs. White in Clue. Flames. Oh. Flames on the side Flames. of my face. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, but yeah, she's in a oh, lot of hot. she's in a lot of Mel Brooks stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who was your favorite cameo, Alan? Uh, I think my favorite was Steve Martin. Yes, Steve. That was Steve a Martin's one. a good one. I like them all though. Um, there's a lot of old Hollywood guys in here that I'm just like, I don't know their work that well outside of this, but I know the names and I appreciate that they're in this like Dom DeLuise. Like I don't know a lot of Dom DeLuise stuff. I don't know a lot of Bob Hope stuff, but Bob Hope's in here. Um, (laughs) But the one that, the one that amazes me is Orson Welles. Me too. I like, he turned around. I was like, is that Orson Welles? And like looked him up. Yeah, guess so. Yeah. um, Just a, Name off a few, but I think one of my favorite recurring jokes is Carol Kane as Myth. Yes, because <laughs> she keeps popping up. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's just name off. I'm gonna run down the list of uh, uh, cameos in here: Edgar Bergen, uh, Milton Berle, Mel Brooks, James Colborn, Dom DeLuise, Elliot Gold. Bob Hope, Madeline Kahn, Carol Kane, Cloris, the late Cloris Leachman. We just lost her a few weeks ago. So wow. that, that was nice seeing her in this. Uh, Steve Martin, Richard Pryor, Terry yeah. Savalas, and Orson Welles. So. Pryor's like my second favorite in this whole thing. Pryor's like, so good. Just get both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so one of the big things with the Muppets is their music. Was there a particular music moment for you, Devin, that stood out in this film? I mean, yes, and it's not what I thought it was going to be. Okay. So while I was while I was watching it, I went, "Oh, I really like the song they're singing while they're painting the car." That was how many hours ago? That was at least twelve to thirteen hours ago. Hmm. Uh, now in my head, I have Rainbow Connection stuck in my head, and I never thought I would. Yeah. And I really like that song. <laughs> Ryan, how about you? What's the musical moment that sticks out for you in this? Rainbow Connection is the one they sing at the beginning and the end, right? Yes. Like, that's yeah. the one that he's singing yeah. on. The, yeah, so it, it's that. After the Why years are, watching this there's so a many kid, songs yeah. about <laughs> rainbows. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, a close second's the one in the desert from Gonzo. Oh, when yeah. When he's singing up to the moon, like, that's a really good one, but... Rainbow Connection is just catchy. Like, it sticks in your head. For me, I love Rainbow Connection, but my favorite song is Moving Right Along. Fozzie and Kermit in the car. Yeah. Like, I'll I'll put that on every road trip playlist I have because that <laughs> song is just a bop. <laughs> it's a good one. They're, they, and they play a lot of word jokes in it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Snow and 
Yeah. Yeah, they do. They do. Um, but sadly, we just left Rhode Island is one of my favorites. We did what? <laughs> just forget it. <laughs> when they pass the Mountie when he says, uh, was it Scutchahana Sisca- or something? Saskatchewan. Yes. Saskatchewan. Yeah, Saskatchewan. And they pass the Mountie. <laughs> they pass they? Big Bird. <laughs> Big Bird has a cameo in this. I was shocked that Big Bird... Big Bird not only was there, but the bus driver had a picture of Big Bird, like, just up. Oh, really? Which I thought was funny. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Uh, is, is that all Jim Henson? Is that why Big Bird yes. was allowed to be in it? So Kermit, yeah. the, okay. Kermit the Frog originated on Sesame Street. I think they were on some other stuff before that. But the first Muppet was Ralph the dog. But Kermit was on – Kermit and Ralph, I believe, were both on Sesame Street. And then mm-hmm. – after Sesame Street became such a big hit in public television, they started the Muppet Show and created these other characters, expanded the world of the Muppets. So they're all Jim Henson creations. They're they all the all the characters okay. on Sesame Street are Muppets. Um, mm-hmm. all of the Muppets here are Jim Henson creations. The Fraggles from Fraggle Rock are also Jim Henson creations. Um, and they all come together. There's another one. Uh. There, there are some other ones that Jim Henson's yeah. company made, like Labyrinth and The Dark Crystal. That's what I'm thinking of. It, yeah, they're they're not in the same world, yeah. but they're all Jim Henson okay. creations. The uh, Got it. the Sesame Street characters, the Muppet characters, and the Fraggles all did come together for a Christmas special. So they're what? all in the same universe. Yes, yeah, so a Muppet Family Christmas, which we will be watching this Christmas. So hold on, chat just said dinosaurs. Dino, like, Dino, Jim like, Henson, Jim Henson's company yeah. also did the dinosaurs in Dinosaurs. I loved dinosaurs. I didn't know he did that too. I speaking of dinosaurs, one of you guys needs to remind me next time I hang out with friend of the show Chad to recreate the opening of Dinosaurs with him in a flannel because it would work. <laughs> that would really oh, work. that would, would be fun. So, I think um, he's in the I chat. Chad, you in for it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, uh, they also were responsible for Yoda. Jim Henson helped create the Jim Henson company helped create Yoda. Oh, that's cool. And we'll we'll talk about that little a little bit more later on because when we talk okay, about the good. Muppet Show, because yeah. Um. All right. So what else do we want to talk about with the Muppet movie? Friend of the Chad just said he had other colors of flannel. <laughs> don't believe it. I don't. I don't believe don't it. Don't believe it. <laughs> Okay, so this might be getting in a little deep with this, That's but <laughs> I know that Miss Piggy and Kermit are like classic non-fiction or classic fiction, you know, couple. Yes, they weren't a great couple in this. They're not a like, great couple to begin with. Yeah. Oh, aren't they? Okay, so that's like the point. I, I, I mean, it's it's they play it a lot for comedy. So you look at the look at their relationship in this. It's. The story that we're seeing is a retelling of their origin story. So it's exaggerated a little bit, but there's always been a little bit of friction there. Like Miss Piggy is very dominating. Uh, and, okay. and Kermit is, I don't want to say he's the submissive, but he's, it's a dominant yeah. sub relationship. <laughs> <laughs> do not like, no, thank you. Don't do that. <laughs> You've got Miss Piggy that just wants to run everything, and Kermit's just like, okay. Kermit just goes with the flow. <laughs> like Kermit, Kermit yeah. is very relaxed. He's a frog for crying out loud. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Is, is there any – I'm trying to think if there's any other couple in fiction that has lasted as long as Kermit and Miss Piggy. Hold on. Well, when I was looking at this movie, yes. I was looking at the couples in the movie, and I was like, okay, if I had to pick, like, a classic American couple in this, or, like, not American, not American, just classic on-screen couple for this movie, it would have been Gonzo and the Chicken. I mean, yeah, they're right there. They're right up there. Right yeah, up there. They they are. a good relationship. Yeah. What was his name? Loretta or something? Um, Camille. Camilla. 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 Camilla the Chicken, yeah. Camilla, Yeah. Yeah, I was like, that's a good couple. Like, he cares about her. He was going to buy her balloons. Like, I think she disappears halfway through the movie or else I don't remember her. No, she's there. She's there the whole time. Um, yeah. Oh, good. So the reason I knew it was Camilla is um, I've got some Star Wars Muppet crossover merch. 
with uh, I'm going to try to hold this up to the camera and so everyone can see it. But it's Good. Gonzo as Darth Vader and then Camilla wow. as the Emperor's guard. <laughs> oh, I love that. And then Uncle Deadly as the as the Emperor. He wasn't in this movie, was he? He was not in this movie. He appears uh, more in the show and in the later films. Gotcha. But then I also have another chicken as a stormtrooper and Bunny as an Ewok. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. So hold on. Did they actually do a Star Wars crossover or are these just like fun action figures? These are just fun action figures I picked up at a comic con. I mean, it's yeah. really cool, though. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things where my wife loves the Muppets and I mm-hmm. love Star Wars. So it was like the one thing I was like, well, we can get that. And it fits both. And we've had them on display Aww. since. I just recently That's put them in the closet because we were reorganizing. I was like, well, got to get these back out for the show tonight. <laughs> Time to get them out. So, oh, that's cool. also behind me. While, 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 since I did that, I've got the Muppet vinyl, of course, and then the Kermit the Frog phone. So, which it has been on display at my house for the last five years, six years since I've known you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. At, so. at one point, I was gifted. Oh my gosh, I think it's called Saturday Night Muppet or Muppet Night Fever. <laughs> It was a play on Saturday Night Fever with the Muppets. That is a vinyl album that I had in my collection for years because someone gave it to me, and it's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Devin, uh, uh, about the movie, the fact that it was made yes. in—it uh, was made in '79. So, one of the things that one of the things about this movie that I really appreciate, and I was wondering if you kind of had the same feeling about it. I actually like how aged this movie is. I feel like it adds to it in a positive way. How do you okay. feel about how like old the film feels? Well, it's weird. The The film, there are times when the film feels like a little slice of the seventies. Like when yeah. they like run into the van or the band in the, in the church or like, mm. I think the jokes about Harry Krishna, which I think <laughs> yeah. is a seventies thing. And like, mm-hmm. I, there was a lot of parts where I was like, yeah, that's, a time and place thing, but if it's their origin story, it fits. Cause you know, it's going to be a time and place of the seventies. Um, I did want to talk eventually about like how the special effects on the Muppet movies changed. If it changes at all. Oh yeah. We're going to talk about that a lot. Yeah. Okay, good. Because yeah, there's a whole thing there, but I, as far as like references and seventies things, I thought it was like spot on and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Is one of the things that I picked up from this movie that I, is still with me. Like I call Cadillacs caddies because of this movie. <laughs> like, th- 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 I mean, like I saw this movie at such a young age that I was like, a caddy. What's a caddy? And my dad's like, oh, it's short for a Cadillac, and that's what I call them caddy, to this yeah. day. It's a caddy. <laughs> it's a caddy. <laughs> so, do we, Devin, what did you want to talk about with the special effects? Okay, so. <sighs> This was honestly the only distracting thing about the movie for me because I really liked it. But there were times in the movie when the Muppets would be shown in full. And I don't want to say it's awkward, but it's a little awkward. Okay. I will say I will say this about everything and anything Muppets. Muppet legs yeah. never get any less weird. <laughs> I just watched okay, I just watched it before we did this. I on my way home, I, I told my wife, "Hey, put on put in the DVDs of the Muppet Show. I want to watch one before we before we do this." And there's a whole dance number where you see two mupp two Muppets with their legs dancing. It's like we both look at each other like this is weird. Um, <laughs> it, I mean, it is a little bit, but yeah, Muppet legs never stop being weird. But it is impressive that you have Kermit the Frog riding a bike. Right. Um, yeah. There was. There was a couple of shots because I know that almost all of this was practical effects. Yes. Where I was like, how did they make a puppet do that? W- was there any that w- were particularly impressive to you that stood out? Yeah, and this is such a weird one. But when he was going into that bar, okay, um, the way that I kind of pictured them doing the Muppet show is, or the Muppet things is whenever they had to have them move and had to see their legs, it was kind of one puppet. And then whenever they were standing still, they had another puppet so they could articulate the face and hands more 
than anything else. But there was a shot where just before he goes into the bar, he Kermit turns around from the door and rests himself against a box and then without a cut talks to somebody with the same kind of articulation that he would have if he was just a singular like hand puppet. And for some reason, I thought that was really cool because I was expecting a cut to him talking just to like show like the hand puppet part, and that never happened. And like that got me more than riding the bike did, I think. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm guessing the way they uh, do the Muppets is there's a set below where they have the puppeteers. So I'm wondering if that was like a handoff. At the, oh, at it could have been. That, that'd be my guess. Um, Ryan, how about you? Is there any scene in particular that stands out to you? I mean, the only two uh, the only two scenes that really stand out to me when it comes to effects is when, one, he's riding the bike, which we already talked yeah. about, and two, when Gonzo's holding onto the balloons. Okay. <laughs> and just because, I mean, I know it's probably simple how they did it, but it's just funny. So <laughs> I've got I've got two impressive ones for you. Um, mm-hmm. Let me see if I can find it. So the opening shot with Kermit the Frog sitting on a log in the middle of a, of a swamp playing the banjo. Any idea how they did that? You know, I didn't think about it. Did they have scuba divers? Jim Henson is under the water in a tank doing Kermit. What? And, sing, and performing the puppet for the song for that whole number. He spent a day in a tank. That's amazing. Yeah. That... I don't know if you can see it there, but that's what he was in. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. Was it a diving bell or was it like a closed off tank? Um, It was like a closed off tank. He's actually underwater. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, that's one that's very impressive to me. The other is the scenes with Fozzie and Kermit in the car driving. (laughs) Because how they did that, they did that very interestingly. So they had a they, they had a little person in the trunk of the car driving. And then Jim Henson and Frank Oz would be in the front seat of the car performing Kermit and Fozzie. <laughs> so they used monitors to have this little person in the trunk driving the car. So Is I, that legal? I mean, on a closed film set, you can get away with a lot. Oh, okay. So any scenes okay. where you see the, the Studebaker the, the bear's natural habitat driving along like that's how they did that that's amazing um and jim henson was determined to do a larger budget film to push the limits of puppetry like he wanted to push themselves to see what they could do and i think it paid off because a year later you get yoda like i think mm-hmm. i think you have george lucas look at this and think oh hey that we can make it that these guys a jedi <laughs> So here's the the thing about Yoda is, is he an impressive puppet? I mean, I'm going to be that guy, but like I heard originally they didn't want his ears to wiggle when he talked. And then like the puppet itself was like doing this whenever he would talk. So it made his ears wiggle and that just kind of became canon because of that. But like, I don't remember a lot about Yoda. So I might be reminded about how impressive he was. I mean, one, it's Frank Oz to begin with. So right there, that's a certain level of impressiveness for me. Um, I mean, I enjoy Puppet Yoda more than I enjoy CG Yoda. That's a bold claim. I don't know where I stand on that. Ryan, how do you feel? You seem shocked by that sentence. I want puppet Yoda. Yeah. I mean, you want, I, really? I mean, I mean, it, look, I mean, I totally understand the whole having a CG Yoda for like a fight scene and mm-hmm. him jumping around like a, like Kermit the Frog with a lightsaber. Totally understand mm-hmm. that. But I want a puppet. Like, I would, like, uh, Jurassic World. The scene where they're sitting with the dying dinosaur while it's like mm-hmm. taking its last breaths. Like, that's a puppet. Yeah. And that, to me, looked better than any of the CGI velociraptors they had in that movie. I would rather them do practical effects in films than CGI when possible. So, Devin, here, here's some homework for you. Go look okay. at Yoda in episode three, the, the okay. Revenge of the Sith, and then go look at Yoda in The Last Jedi. Spoilers, Yoda's in The Last Jedi. Um, I think Yoda <laughs> in The Last Jedi looks weird, but it's because he's back to the puppet. Like, there's a reason that they went practical oh. for Yoda again. So, oh wow! And he's a force ghost. So, 
I didn't know he was a puppet again. Okay, I got to watch that. Yeah. Huh. Um, For me, he just seems more emotive as a CGI, I think. Yeah. It, it's weird because Yoda, the I will say this. The Yoda puppet they used for episode one before the Blu-rays came out did look weird. Like younger Yoda as a puppet did yeah. not work. Yoda in Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi worked because that's what you're used to. And like CG Yoda in episodes two and three worked out a lot better than whatever they were doing for episode one. So sure. All right. What else we got for the Muppet movie before we move on to some other Muppet related goodness? <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm just happy Devin enjoyed it because I was oh, really, yeah. you know, I mean, I figured you would because this is right up your alley with the jokes and everything. And that's why I was kind of leading you on when you were playing the game. Good. Because, I mean, you kept on saying somebody in the chat. And I'm like, Devin, it's me. <laughs> Devin, it's me. Well, I, don't, I don't know if I'm supposed to be vague about it or if I'm just like, it's Ryan. It's Ryan talking it's, to me. It's, yeah. it's fine. It's... <laughs> so I guess my next question about the movie is, what was your favorite joke? Oh, that was going to be my next question. Uh, <laughs> I, I can give you mine. So the begin, okay, beginning of the movie, Kermit's running along on the bike like we talked about. And then he uh, gets run up. The bike gets run over by a cement truck and is like paved into the oh. road. He's like, good thing I'm a frog. Good thing frogs can jump or I'd be gone with the Schwinn. <laughs> <laughs> Which still one. works in 2021 because Schwinn bikes have not gone anywhere. <laughs> no. So mine is, and it's almost tied. It's the one where they're driving along during Alan, your favorite song. And he's like, yeah, you're going to want to turn left at a fork in the road. And they pass it. And Kermit looks out and goes, I don't believe that. Like, I can't believe there's an yeah. actual fork in the road. Um, and then the second one is when they, like, Animal shakes his fluff in front of the fan to get the secretary to open up the door from her allergies. <laughs> Those are tied. <laughs> All right, Devin. Those were really good. Oh, man. Um... I don't know why I forgot every joke. I liked the Harry Krishna jokes a lot because I liked, and didn't at one point Kermit even turn and say like, this is a running joke. He did. Yes. After the second yes, one, he's like, good grief. Yeah. A running gag. Yep. Yeah. That's what I liked. Yes. I just, I liked that it was self for And I also liked that the script kept coming back up. Yes. Where the <laughs> band had the plot and they're like, well, it said exterior desert. We knew where to find you. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. That's one of my favorite. That's my favorite recurring, recurring gag. Outside the Harry yeah. Krishna. Uh. Oh, um, I just realized something. I meant to take a note of it, and I didn't. I think mm-hmm. this movie is why I'm not a fan of westerns, actually. Okay. Why? Because whenever I see any type of western movie, I can't help but see the collapsing horse skeleton on the uh, <laughs> on the street and Kermit coming out in like a hat and like that whole standoff they had on the street. Like it, it mocked westerns for me to the point where I just I can't enjoy them because to yeah, me they're just it. a giant joke. <laughs> I, <laughs> so I think I found the core of my issue. I, I, good. I think I need to make you watch a good western then. Do you know good a good luck. western? I do. I don't think I do. I do. It's a Clint Eastwood western. Oh no! From the oh, I love that reaction. From the nineties, it's, it's with Morgan Freeman. I, and Gene Hackman. Oh, I know the one you're talking about. Okay. I don't I know the one you're really, talking about. I really wish they would have casted somebody else except for him. <laughs> really? I'm not a fan of that actor. Who, Clint Eastwood? I don't like Clint Eastwood. It's okay. He doesn't talk to a chair in this one. He opens his mouth. It just doesn't matter. <laughs> Even before the whole chair thing. I was never a fan of him as an okay. actor. <laughs> I, I will find a different... I, I know another Western that I'll make you watch. But not, I that'll send be you guys, in April. Like the three movie lists that, that I have, they're kind of exceptions, but because they're not real westerns, so yeah, I, I got yeah. I, I got a few westerns I can pull out for you. Okay, um, good. It'll be like me with rom coms. We'll we'll uh, get Ryan to be a fan of western. Uh, Chat wants to know, or friend of the show, Chad wants to know, uh, who is Ryan not a fan of? I think it's Clint Eastwood, right? Clint, it's Eastwood? Clint Eastwood. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, just it is. Yeah. It, what if I just told you it was a deep? It was just Jim Carrey doing his Clint Eastwood impression. Would that work? 
No, unfortunately. Is okay. it the fact that he's just a caricature almost? Like at some point I feel like Clint Eastwood is just playing Clint Eastwood playing Clint Eastwood. I have a problem with certain entertainers because I feel mm-hmm. like they did one role or a handful of roles and their entire career is just being that one role or that one thing like mm-hmm. Elvis, Clint Eastwood. And there's a few other ones, which if which, you know, when Alan wants to do this type of Western movie, we can get in then as to why I don't like Clint Eastwood, because it you know, he's more of a Western actor. So I feel like. I, I OK. <laughs> yeah, we're I, I think I'm going to have to make you watch the one that I was talking about then. I've got That's I've fine. got other ones. Maybe maybe we'll hold off on that. But remind me Westerns once we get through our scheduled block of March. Uh, <laughs> yeah, good. Um. Okay, so anything else on the Muppet movie before I move on to the Muppet show? I love the movie, and I want to watch the show now. Okay. We're going to pass our fork. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, like like, the whole reason we're doing this is because the Muppet show is coming on Disney+. Plus. We're not sponsored or anything, but I want to talk about the Muppet show. Because, like I said, I watched an episode of this before... We got into the podcast just to get in the mood of the Muppets, do a little bit of research, just to refresh myself on the Muppet Show. So the Muppet Show had uh, several seasons come out on DVD like 15 years ago. They only released the first three seasons. I believe the show is five seasons long, but they never released seasons four and five on DVD. So this will be the first time you can watch all of seasons four and five on Disney+. Plus. Um, but there are some episodes of the Muppet show. I want to recommend for everyone out there because there's, it it runs the gambit with hosts. The episode I watched tonight in preparation for this was the Steve Martin episode. Oh, and I wanted to yell at my wife because she put on the, the disc menu and it was Steve Martin or Madeline Kahn. I was like, why do I have to choose between those two? (laughs) But I've got three recommenda- recomm- recommendations that I'll get to. But I just want to run through a little bit of who guest hosted on The Muppet Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Julie Andrews was on there. Pretty much everyone who showed up in this movie. Carol Burnett, Elton John, Johnny Cash shows up, Alice Cooper. <laughs> Weird. Um, a cultural phenomenon. Peter Sellers. Kenny Rogers, Vincent Price, Liza Minnelli. Uh, let's see who else we got here. Linda Ronstadt, Paul Simon. Uh, Raquel Welch, Don Knotts. Oh, Danny Kay. <laughs> like a whole bunch of people that. Like old Hollywood types, Bob Hope's on there. Like so many people. There are so many people that like younger generations are going to have to Google who this person is. <laughs> but here are my three recommendations for the Muppet show. Mm-hmm. First one is zero Mustel. No. Tevia. Yes. Uh, not Aww. only is he Tevia. He's also, um, Max Bialystok in the original producers. Oh, man. You didn't know that? That's cool. No, I, I've never seen the original producers. And he's also pseudolus in The Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum. I knew that one. That's cool. Um, but he, he guest stars on one. Um, the second one I'll recommend is Elton John. <laughs> because he looks like a Muppet. <laughs> with just his he costumes. It, oh, and really? it's phenomenal the way they play with him. Because... If you watched Rocket Man, he's probably stoned as hell. And I, I really just want to know what's going on in his mind as he's doing the puppet show. And then the third one is the Star Wars episode of the Muppet Show. Yes. They have a Star Wars episode? Yes. 100%. Luke Skywalker. Oh, that's cool. So we talked about Yoda being a Jim Henson puppet. When yeah. they were filming Empire Strikes Back in London – was the sa- it was the same time they were doing the Muppet Show. So Mark Hamill 
and R2-D2 and Anthony Daniels and C-3PO all went over to the Muppet Theater and did a show for the Muppet Show. And That's so cool. It's phenomenal what they do with it. I don't want to get into Mm -hmm. spoilers, but Luke Skywalker's in it, and so is Mark Hamill. And that's all I'm going to say (laughs) because it is phenomenal. It's great. So those are my three recommendations for The Muppet Show on Disney+. Plus. So this is going to be weird, but I didn't know The Muppet Show. I don't know what The Muppet Show format is. And we were talking a little bit when I was streaming last night. We were talking about, like, what The Muppet Show is. And someone in chat, I think it was friend of the show, Chad said it was more like a variety show. Yes. Yes. Is it it kind of like like SNL? It's more like – Yes, it, it's like a kid's version of SNL, but you get a little bit more of behind the scenes. So it's like oh. SNL with elements of 30 Rock. So in, in okay. The Muppet Show, Kermit is the Liz Lemon, which is a yeah, weird analogy cool. I never thought I'd make. But so you oh. get a little bit of the behind the scenes of everything backstage with Kermit and Scooter. and But you also have the performances with Gonzo being the stunt guy and Fozzie being the comedian who – tells bad jokes. Um, I mean, not bad jokes, bear jokes. Uh, and then, and then you have the, you have the, the host come in and they, they guest in sketches. If they're a musical act, mm-hmm. they do n- musical numbers. I think, there's, I think Elton John does crocodile rock with actual crocodile singing along. <laughs> <laughs> that's See, what I want that's, from crocodile yeah, rock. And, and, the, and that's the kind of stuff they would do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it's like, and that's one of the reasons why I did not like that. The, I, I think you were, uh, Devin, you were asking about that one show yeah. they did recently where, you know, like me and somebody else were going back. Like, no, we didn't like that show. Yeah. That one, because I felt, uh, I felt, I felt like what happened was that they were like, you know, we could take the Muppet Show and let's just throw some thirty, you know, let's make it more like Thirty Rock, mm-hmm. and that's no. It you don't got, like that. That show it, got it, it didn't work with the Muppets. That show got better towards the end, but by that point, it was too late, too little, too late. Yeah. Um, in the chat, uh, they're saying the the show is more like the Dean Martin Show. So anyone watching oh, out there it. who's below the age of 30, Dean Martin was a crooner. <laughs> People need to know who Dean Martin yeah. is. Dean Martin's a classic. He, he's the guy who got canceled for baby. It's cold outside, even though he's been dead for 20 years. <laughs> oh, Dean Martin. Um, I actually just bought two Dean Martin val- uh, records this weekend. Oh, really? Yeah. He's good. Dean Martin's good. Um. So hold on, Alan, you brought up an important question yes. that I wanted to ask both of you. And I talked about this a little bit on my stream last night because we talk movies there. Um, but I wanted to know what you guys thought about the direction the Muppet show, the new Muppet show went in as far as the relationship with Miss Piggy. Because to my understanding, Kermit and Miss Piggy divorce or break up if they weren't married. And Kermit's out looking for a new hot young pig. How do we feel about this? Because to me, that sounds awful. Yeah. That, Again, outside that, looking in here. So that happened. The, the, weird, the weird thing is you always have to have some drama with Kermit and Piggy. Sure. And that was a weird take to do. I feel like the, the plan for that was to do like a Jim and Pam thing for the Muppets with Kermit and Piggy. And <laughs> okay. then it just, they didn't have enough time to get there. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, it it was weird. Like it just it didn't fit the Muppets. Like I don't want that kind of drama. Like yes, they can be separated, but you don't have to say, oh yeah, they got divorced and talk about it in the press like that. Like this is that's weird. Like don't do that. It's a little much, right? It's a bit much. Uh, that and his love interest was just like a young version of Miss Piggy. Like if she were to have like a younger sister, that's what she looked like. Ew. I ew. <laughs> I'm gonna say ew. I I mean Kermit just doesn't like keeping it kosher, which more power <laughs> to him. Um, I think the last thing I want to talk about with Kurt, not, the last thing I want to talk about Kermit at least is he is a snazzy dresser. I have seen him, I think in this movie wear no fewer than three cravats and I love it. He is so classy. I, just, I was on, I just wasn't expecting it. I just realized we had the chat box off this whole time. I'm sorry guys. So hopefully everyone's oh, watching no. on the chat uh, on the sc- on the stream. That's my bad. Like I said, we had technical issues at the top. 
Yeah, he. <laughs> yeah. I just liked it. I thought it was it was a cool look to make Kermit a yeah. <laughs> Someone in chat just brought up a video game that I need to stream next called Kermit the Spy Licensed to Croak. Uh. That's going to be my next Muppet game I play. It looks like a James Bond parody, and I saw a single screenshot of it with Kermit in a tuxedo saying, thank goodness I stopped at Subway before the mission. The name's Frog. Kermit the Frog. (laughs) Right! That's what I want. That was the best Kermit impression you've done so far in this show. Yay! (laughs) I'll take it. Yeah, my, my Kermit has a tendency to turn into Schwarzenegger very easily. Like it's just like it's like it's like a frog's leg difference, like just that thin. It just goes, "Hi ho, come at the frog here, get to the chopper." <laughs> if Kermit was in Marvel Universe, that would be cool. If you be the Hulk, if it bleeds, we can kill it. Oh, <laughs> all right. So the other thing I want to talk about with the Muppets is they did do a a new Muppet show for Disney plus it's not the Muppet show. It's a, it's called Muppets now. And it's more like a YouTube show on, on Disney plus. And they have different, um, segments. They have a segment with, uh, they have a cooking segment with, uh, Swedish chef where he competes with different celebrity chefs all the time. Oh yes. (laughs) That's fun. Um, they have like a, a fashion vlog with Miss Piggy and Uncle Deadly. Uh, Kermit yeah. shows up trying to get everything together, and it's it's interesting. Um, not good. Did you not like it? I started watching it and I never finished it. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those ones. It, it just wasn't what I want from the Muppets right now. Like, I just want the Muppet show again. Like you did it in the nineties. Yeah. Do it again. Like, well, I, I think with my question, like, would that go well? Like just a, a wholesome kind of variety show. Would that play oh, yeah. well to now? You think so? I think it would do well now. The, the, uh, the, the Muppet movie with Jason Siegel did extremely well. And it just, people, I mean, people want that. They want it. The, the, I want it. The biggest problem with the Muppets is Disney because they'll have like the only reason Jason Siegel did the Muppet movie to begin with was at that time, Disney wasn't doing anything with the property. So he went into Disney and said, I want to do, I want to do this project with the Muppets. Like, okay, go ahead. And it was a big hit for them. And then they did a sequel to it, but he wasn't involved. And then it wasn't as big of a success. So then they just kind of sat on the property for a few years until they did the, the office Muppet style. And then oh with Disney Plus, they wanted to do something with the Muppets. So they had the movies, and then they did this Muppets Now thing that wasn't ready for launch. Like, it came out a few months after the app launched. But I was really expecting the Muppet Show to be on Disney Plus when the app launched. And the fact that it wasn't just shows that either it wasn't ready for digital. Because if there there were two seasons that weren't ever released on DVD, it's probably because they just didn't have it ready to go. So I think it may have taken time. I think if the if the the Muppet Show is a big hit on there, I don't see any reason why they don't just do a Muppet Show either on ABC or just for Disney Plus. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know this, but the, some of the original shows that they have on Disney Plus have gotten some traction. Like, have you guys heard of this show called The Mandalorian or this other one called WandaVision? That one sounds dumb. I don't think I'll watch it. It does sound dumb, but damn it, it it's not. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw one, like a, a true Muppet show continuation with a weird sounding Kermit coming soon to Disney Plus. Yeah. So. But yeah, I mean, I really think that the, I think the audience is there for it. I really do. Especially now. Um, simply, I mean, they touch on this in that newer movie, but it's one of those things where, like, it's missing from entertainment. Something as, you know, just wholesome, wholehearted. Like, it's there's nothing really there right now, and this would be perfect. Yes. I think you're right. Like, I, I would appreciate something. Like, I think that's the same reason, what is it, John Krasinski's Good News? I mm-hmm. think that's why that did so well. 
like especially now because like everything's kind of gloom and doom and social commentary and meta and if you're not part of the conversation then you're the problem which i mean again is important i can't stress that enough but also so is a bit of balance like something like this to be like a a mental sorbet if you will i think would be nice yeah 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 i i keep forgetting about the 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 good news thing that john krasinski did because it was so long ago in the whole COVID thing. Right. And it has such a bad ending with Viacom buying it for so much money and then putting yeah. it behind a paywall. I didn't know that's what happened to it. That's a yeah. shame. Oh. That's what Viacom does. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that pretty much does it for... The Muppet special. I will say, uh, chat is making me bring up the fact that Linda Cardellini is in the Muppets Now show. She shows up in oh. every segment with Miss Piggy as like a frenemy of Miss Piggy, which is phenomenal. Um, <laughs> That's fun. So, a little bit of a programming note. Usually we have a show on Tuesdays like we do now. That's still going to happen next week, I think. But before that, we're going to do something special. Since we've been celebrating romance and uh, love stories all month long, we're going to bring in some guests to the show. This Sunday, right here on Twitch, all three of our wives will be joining us for a triple feature. We We asked each of our wives to pick out a film for us to watch. And so we will be talking about those three films. So my wife, Anna, will be joining us. Devin's wife, Romano, will be joining us. And yep. Ryan's wife, Kristen, will be joining us. Um, you guys want to talk a little bit about the films your wife's picked out? You go ahead, Ryan. <laughs> oh, I, was, okay. I, I, I was expecting you to go first. Oh, okay. no. Um, so uh, Kristen picked uh, The Switch. Uh, with uh, Jen- Jennifer Aniston and... Jason Bateman. Bateman? Jason, Jason Bateman. Bateman. Um, it's a movie I don't remember when she showed me this movie. It was a few years ago, but I, I, I find it hysterical. It's a bit on the edge, but it's it's hysterical. So I can't wait to talk about that one. We I'll at, watch Jason Bateman in anything. We we've seen yeah. that one before. So yeah, Devin. Devin, how about you? So I am going to fulfill one of my. Why a uh, wife's lifelong dreams for me, and I'm gonna finally oh. watch uh, Bridget Jones's Diary. Okay, which I think both of you have seen already. I have not. I I, I oh. saw it on like TBS. Okay, I know enough <laughs> about it. Um, my wife's choice is, but I'm a cheerleader, which is never heard uh, of it. I. She keeps making me try to watch, trying to get me to watch this. Um, mm-hmm. It's about a teenager who gets sent to rehab camp um, when her parents think she's a lesbian, I guess. So okay, yeah, we'll see what I we'll see. <laughs> I'm excited for these. I really yeah. am. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be an interesting show. It's gonna be interesting on the te- technical end for us, but I think we got most of that worked <laughs> out. Ryan missed that conversation, though, so we'll have to catch him up after the stream. So <laughs> um, It'll be fun. Don't worry. But yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be 8 p.m. this Sunday. It'll be us and our lovely wives joining us. Um, it's going to be a good time. I'm excited. It's going to be yeah. fun. And then next Tuesday, we're going to do something. We haven't decided what. Um, we'll figure something. Yeah, we'll figure something oh, yeah. out. We, we, might, we might. Ryan's got to pick out for the rotation for the following week. So yeah. we might we might be doing something else. So stay tuned for that. Uh, but until until Sunday, uh, make sure to follow us here on Twitch if you haven't already. We're, we'd love to get to 50 followers here as soon as possible. Uh, make sure you uh, like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. We're almost to 100 followers on Instagram, and I oh, want to get cool. there soon. So, we, Chad, we know you follow. <laughs> follow us harder chad yes chad create create five new accounts tonight chad and, um and you if you can't make the streams with us every tuesday make sure to listen to us on your favorite podcasting app we're available anywhere you can listen to podcasts we're also you can also catch 
catch the replays to this show and all of our other shows on our YouTube channel. Um, and I think that does it for this week. Um, for you have to watch this podcast. Hold on. <clears throat> for you have to watch this podcast. I'm Alan. I'm Brian. And I'm Devin. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Yay! <laughs> <laughs>